Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and we are here to bring you all of the action from Day 8, a.k.a. Nakabi, of the... What is it? Akibasho. Yeah. Coming Don't at- forget halfway through. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's very, very easy to do that, but we are at the halfway point of a very, very exciting basho. The weather in Tokyo today, it was 23 degrees, or it's 23 degrees right now. Humidity 55, very oh, it pleasant. dropped heaps. It was 95 yesterday, remember? Yeah, very, very nice day today. And we saw uh, some footage of this nice day uh, from a tower camera in Gifu. There was a magnitude 4 earthquake. The people on the bridge, though... Did not look phased. And really, if you've lived in Japan for a while, magnitude four, it's hardly worth your time. That was the maximum as well, wasn't it? Yeah, max. That was the epicenter. The epicenter, right on the Gifu and whatever the prefecture is to the east of that. Nothing to worry about, but it was all over the coverage. Still a lot of rain though, I think, as well in other areas. So that that typhoon's still moving across, still Roofs coming off. Oh, really? Yeah. Still hasn't hit Tokyo. I think it's probably tomorrow or the day after, but things are under control. We did live commentary of Jurio today. Wasn't that a good time? It was so great. Thank you to everyone who came and joined us. We saw some great Jurio action. But we also covered topics such as movies I haven't seen, your haircuts when you were a kid, which is the faster system, auditory or visual. Uh, and, and my love of the Cats musical. <laughs> and was the Cats movie an absolute write-off? It or wasn't. Did it, did it have some merit? It did. <laughs> and there was some sumo as well. <laughs> In between all of that, we even talked about the sumo. <laughs> if you enjoyed Cats, the musical and or the movie, let me know because let me tell you we are in the minority and uh, I enjoyed it and I'm okay. not ashamed of it. Well, I'm going to quickly move us on <laughs> to Jurio because we've been through this before. We do not want to get into it. Uh, Kota Shoho kept up the excitement for his Makuchi return with his win today over Churunoumi. Kota Shoho 6-2, and uh, Churunoumi 4-4. Four and four. Oho, he was finally able to finish off Nishiki Fuji today Taking Nishiki Fuji a little further away from that Jurio Yusho, but he's still in it. Nishiki Fuji, 6-2, and two, Oho, 4-4. Four and four. Days Shoho, he also moved to 6-2 and two after he very easily took out Hakuyozan. We saw Abi. He's definitely re-engaged with his old arms flailing style of sumo. Today he used it to good effect against Wakamoto Haru. He moves to 6-2 and two as well. Wakamoto Haru is three and five. Sadunumi took out Dayamami to keep up his dream run and also moved to six and two. Aqua, though, he is having the absolute time of his life. Somebody has introduced him to Kakanage, maybe Hoshoryu from his stable, and he is just doing it over and over again. I mean, it's, it's funny, though, isn't it? It's great. It's a meme now. Well, it's honestly the first time I've seen a guy... Do a move. Well, maybe Midori Fuji is the other example with Katsukashi. It feels a little different. I know what you mean because we mm. did see Midori Fuji just absolutely tap that technique over and over. But this feels different It's because it's not Akua's natural style. He's suddenly come He's trying it up on it. Yeah. But boy, was it? We saw one attempt and then a successful one. Yeah, so today. two times today, four times yesterday and <laughs> always the final attempt works. Yeah. <laughs> and he won over Kaisho who is in form. At the moment, 
I am on board for an Aqua U show. Well, he's looking very good on seven and one, and he is out the front in the Jury U show race, but he has a big group of Rikishi on sure six does. one tailing behind him. Sadunumi, uh, who won today, Abi, Daishomaru, Kodoshoho, Nishiki Fuji, Nishikigi, and Daishoho. So if one of those kakanages doesn't work out, yeah. there's a lot of people <laughs> knocking trouble. on the door. <laughs> Well, we move to Maguji now, and the first bout of the day was Kaisei up against Mr. Sumo Chiamaru. Bit of a comedy of errors from Kaisei. He was stood up by the Noroa attack from Chiamaru, pulled forward, and then tumbled down. Really just can't find that timing this time around Kaisei, but Chiamaru just doing Chiamaru things. I didn't see this one. I was making lasagna. You were, and it was absolutely <laughs> delicious. It was pretty good. But what I can tell you is that with that win, Chiamaru is five and three, uh, Kaisei three and five. You basically made it before Jurio, then in between, you finished it off. We ate it after Makuchi. Or during Makuchi. During Makuchi. Absolutely. Thank you, you very to, much. You got to time that lasagna well, and I did. Well done, me. The second bout of the day was Kagiyaki up against Tokushoryu. This was a real back and forth affair. Out of the touch here, Tokushoryu did a good job of keeping Kagiyaki from doing his style of sumo, kept Kagiyaki high by staying constantly on the move. Every time Kagiyaki looked like he was getting settled, Tokushoryu changed direction. This bout finished with Tokushoryu engaging the body and shoving Kagiyaki back and over the bales. I enjoyed this one. Tokushoryu Oshidashi. Tokushoryu enjoyed this one. He gave Kagiyaki a little extra jubilation push at the end, but then straight away as Kagiyaki fell off, he felt bad about it and he offered him a hand back up. It was a magic moment. Dayo. Yeah. Because yep. I thought that push was a, an extra push that he didn't need. A little bit. It's his third win only. Like he, he needed to really finish it off, but he's a good guy, Tokushoryu. He's a good guy at heart, exactly. He's three and five. Kagiyaki, four and four. Yutakiyama came up against Tsurugisho and he stood Tsurugisho up with a hand to the neck, but Tsurugisho backed off with a really well-timed push down on Yutakiyama's shoulder, sending him stumbling for the easy Tsukiyotoshi win. Tsurugisho is dangerous and I think he continues to be a danger to people like Yutakiyama who, I mean, Tsurugisho is like a gatekeeper of this lower Maegashira ranks. You've got to go through him. And Yutakayama failed today, I'm sorry to say. How did you rate this performance from Yutakayama? Yeah, I think he put himself in a tricky position. I think he came in, came out doing what he usually does, but Tsurugisho was ready for him. And after um, falling to Ichi Yamamoto yesterday, I think he he was on the lookout for someone as big and, you know, reasonably informed. Yutakayama now four and four. He, he was on the lookout for him. Yes, he was. Tsurugisho, same score. The next bout of the day, Ichiyamamoto up against Tochino Shin. And I have to say that Ichiyamamoto controlled the landscape of this bout from the get-go. Out of the touchy eye, Ichiyamamoto's high-thrusting attacks kept Tochino Shin from getting near the belt and it forced Tochino Shin to play Ichiyamamoto's game. They traded thrusting attacks, they moved around the doyo, but this is Ichiyamamoto's style of sumo and he dominated Tochino Shin 
took him out over the bales, Yachty Kitty. Yeah, it was a bit of an itchy Yamamoto whirlwind, whirlwind, whirlwind. <laughs> whirlwind, I don't mind it. Wind around the whole world of Ichi Yamamoto's game. He got Toshinoshin on the back foot. Toshinoshin, I thought, still looked pretty strong, but Ichiyamamoto decided to get on the belt at the absolutely perfect time. He just saw that opportunity for the Yorikiri win, moved in close and helped himself to his third win, a bit of an MNW for him. Absolutely. Tochinoshin, though, at Magashira 12, we had a bit of a chat about this at the time. It's too early to start calling anything, but to be two and six at Magashira 12 on day eight is a little bit of a worry. We started to run the numbers. How many wins would he need to stay in Makuchi? Mm. And I think that's the point that we're at right now. He's at two and six. A disaster start here. Mm. Let's we thought say if a, he got 5'10", yeah. he would probably just stay, but the 4'11 might be a little bit too much. It might put him at risk. And you do wonder at this age and this point in his career – how much patience Tochinoshin would have for a comeback from Jirio. We will see though. Ichiyamamoto three and five, Tochinoshin two and six. Gianna Cooney, he is up, not the first bout of the day this time, much later in the schedule, up against Kotoeko. And Gianna Cooney came out with the slapping. Kotoeko jumped right back, circled around to his left. And Gianna Cooney followed him and landed one of the hugest pushes I've ever seen, sending Kotoeko stumbling over the bales. It was huge, wasn't it? Real it big. Just, <laughs> it was one of those ones where Gianna Cooney thrust Kotoeko and looked at him and thought, do I need to go in there and finish you off? But Kotoeko was over the bales at that point. It's like he pushed him halfway across the dojo. It wasn't that far. It felt like it. But shows there's still some sting in those Chianakuni attacks. He's six and two. Very, very good at this point. Let's at this middle day, Kotoeko is two and six. Will we hear the Kotoeko oh. anthem? Well, we've just been talking about Tochinoshin at Magashira 12, what he needs to get. Kotoeko, <laughs> not only do I not think we're going to hear the anthem, I have to say, I'm starting to think about what would drop him out. And again, it would be a a 3-12, I think. I think it would. Well, these are dark days when we're not talking about whether or not we'll hear the Kotoeko anthem. But will we see Kotoeko at top division? Two and six, Kotoeko, six and two, Chianakuni. Chiona all up against Myogiryu. Myogiryu came out of the touchy eye. Like a flash of lightning immediately took Chiyono'o back to the bales. Chiyono'o, he was up against it here. He was actually up on the bales, stretched back, and somehow he held back the tide. I had no idea how he did this. I don't know, because as you said, he, was, he wasn't he was anchoring against yeah. with his feet down against it. He was up on it with at least one foot. Impossible. He's he stopped it. Back arched over, but... There was some magic at play here, I think. <laughs> it was incredible. Somehow Chiyono'o moved Myogiryu back off the bales. But when Myogiryu bodied Chiyono'o back for a second time, Chiyono'o, he just couldn't put up any resistance here and he went over the bales. Yorikiri win for Myogiryu. Myogiryu quick, decisive. It takes him at Maegashira 10 to 7 and 1. <laughs> He's been just one off the pace of Terunofuji this whole time. And he has won again today with a Yori Kitty win over Chiona O, who is three and five. Okanumi came up next against Chiotaryu. They've got a 6 10 record between them, 10 wins for Chiotaryu. 
Chiatari at the Touchy Eye indulged in a little slapdown attempt. Nobody saw it. It's all right. He's back into the usual forward movement. And then surprisingly, they locked up. And actually, this wasn't a bad thing for Okonomi. He's used to being on the belt and waits a little while, then forcing Chiatari out Yorikiri. Very solid effort from Okanumi today. He moves to six and two, Chiataru four and four. The next bout of the day was Shimanaumi up against Endo. And Endo, he did away with the usual front belt attempt and he went high, uh, thrusting and pushing against Shimanaumi's upper body. And this caught Shimanaumi off guard. Endo continued to apply the pressure while maintaining picture-perfect balance, and he moved Shimanumi around the doyo and across the bales, in the end spinning him around and taking him out, Okuridashi. Yeah, after losing it a little bit yesterday after that frantic bout and heaving in the middle of the doyo after his win, Endo today didn't even dislodge a single strand of his impeccable hair. He has Shimanumi's number uh, I don't think Shimanumi's ever beaten him and pushes him out with a side face push. That's six and two for Endo. Shimanumi is three and five. Aoyama next up against Teretsuyoshi. He did try a pull off the touchy eye Aoyama, but then it was all Oshi all the way and he swatted Teretsuyoshi like a fly. Aoyama four and four. Teretsuyoshi has dropped his bundle. He just looked lost against a bigger opponent today. Yep. Went low, but with no real purpose? No, I mean, if you go low, what are you trying to do? You either have to kind of move to the side and come at a, a different angle. Aoyama's very big. It's hard to move him. He did try that slap down first. I thought maybe Teretsuyoshi could do something after that uh, if he didn't go down, which he didn't. Uh, but, yeah, just let himself be pushed out. He certainly did. With that win, Aoyama evens the ledger on day eight. He is four and four, Teretsuyoshi three and five. Well, that brings us to the next bout, and I would say a bout that everyone was looking forward to. Maegashira 6, Uda, up against Maegashira 8, Tobizaru. This is their first time meeting. Both very exciting, Rikishi. Let's see what happens. It was a non-touchy eye again today for Ura. So Ura starts off the long run-up. Tobizaru decides just to stand up, and they got the bout going that way. Tobizari came forward and applied a series of light thrusting attacks <laughs> that did very little. It was like he was just touching him. He was just doing some exercises yeah. with the arms there, I think, just building up those muscles a little bit. It was weird. They were probing here. And while Ura did move back to the bales, he worked his way off and they locked up in the middle of the doyo. A little bit of tender hand lockup which is a very, very beautiful moment. Ura broke the stalemate by thrusting down on Tobizaru's neck, throwing Tobizaru off guard. Ura moved in and thrust Tobizaru over the bales. But as Tobizaru went off the doyo, Ura felt the need to pull himself up before he stepped out. Looked quite awkward. Yeah, he twisted something a little bit. We watched this quite a few times trying to work out exactly what happened. I think it was probably a twist to his previously injured right knee, but I wasn't sure it could have been the left. He looked like he was in quite a bit of pain. Um, he had trouble getting back onto the doyo uh, to accept his prize. He had trouble going down into the position to receive his his prize. Um, 
then he had to stand around. It was half time. So he had to stand around for a while and he was kind of shifting his weight around. When he walked back down the Hanamichi, he looked okay. Um, but whether that was putting on a front or not, whether he's used to <laughs> that pain by now and just sort of had dealt with it by that point, I'm not sure. Yeah, I wonder. Obviously, the Ura's knees are the thing that if he can look after them, he can stay at the top division. What was ironic here is I don't think he needed to pull up. Mm. Tobizaru was well and truly out uh, and Ura could have just let himself go forward. As we see him do a lot, even when he wins, he does not want to pivot and twist on those knees. Fingers crossed, though, that we see him out there tomorrow because he'll be going into the second week with a 4-4 record. Tobizaru on the, the same score. And I should say this was a much-hyped bout, but it didn't well, quite live up to it. I was going to say... We were looking forward to this, and as is often the case with something that's way too hyped, like this, it, it doesn't deliver. And friend of the podcast, Tim Sumo on Twitter, did say that if you imagined that, I guess we can call it iconic bout between Hakuho and Tobizaru, but between two Tobizarus, <laughs> that kind of was the start, at yeah. least, of this bout. And I would have loved them to, to go for it. Ura was... Probably not going to do that. But Toby Zara, I would have liked to see him come in a little bit more against his opponent. Exactly. But he didn't. And as you said, they're both 4-4. Hidenomi against Onosho was next. Onosho flew forward and Hidenomi slapped him straight down. We thought it was over, but it wasn't. It was a mata. It was pulled up. Yeah, it was. This happened so quickly. I was already down taking some notes about how good that... Uh, Touchy eye was from an Onosho, but pulled up. Yep. It's a Goji who absolutely wants hands down 100% of the no, time. It's so boring. Oh. And there's another Mata as well. Uh, Onosho not putting his hands down. Oh, I, I, I think he spoke to Hidnumi the second time. Yeah, no, time. it was Hidnumi. You're right, yeah, actually. He was mad at him. Because Onosho goes down yep. first yep. early. Yeah. Yep. Hidnumi. Bad boy. Third time lucky though, Onosho, he stays stable here. Doesn't commit everything to the Dachiya this time around. Keeps himself propped up against Hidnumi. Then when Hidnumi was off balance, he was able to take him back, turn him around, and it's an Okuridashi. <laughs> a great thing. Hidnumi did a good job of keeping Onosho close, but Onosho is just on a tear at the moment. He's looking so good. And even when he has no room to move, manufactures a very good win, six and two. Very glad somebody didn't put their fists down that very first time. <laughs> exactly. Hidnumi is on three and five with that loss. Wakataka Kage up next against Takara Fuji. Wakataka Kage met Takara Fuji out of the touchy eye, attacked from the right side and completely destabilized Takara Fuji. Wakataka Kage continued on. He moved Takara Fuji to the bales and despite some resistance, Wakataka Kage continued on and took Takara Fuji over the bales. Takara Fuji, so great defensively, activated all his defensive muscles here, but the underarm slam was too strong. Wakataka Kage came up into that very, very strong position of lifting Takara Fuji up out of his uh, preferred position. And he's 3-0 against Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji That's has never beaten him. So whether one was... Uh, Yorikiri. This was Yorikiri today. Another Yorikiri and a Yori Taoshi. So okay. he's really coming out in front and he's, um, yeah, he's getting mm. all up in his business, which is, and not allowing him to get away, crucially. Yeah, that's exactly. Takara Fuji exactly. is so great at. So uh, an important win for Wakataka Kage today. 
takes him to four and four. Takarafuji, the same score. Kiribayama, we've enjoyed watching him so much so far. And today he's up against Maegashira one, Takanosha. They bounced together at the touchy eye, but then there was a lockup. Kiribayama had the right hand on the belt. Takanosha had the same. Kiribayama, he loves a grip flip and he indulged today. To get the Morozashi, it's usually really strong, but Takanosho was active too. They grappled back and forth and it was Takanosho who flung his body against Kiribayama at the correct moment, <laughs> the sumo moment, to knock him out of the doyo. Maegashira 2 versus Maegashira 1, you would expect a quality bout here mm. and we absolutely got it today. Takanosho looking like his former Sekiwake self, I thought, against Kiribayama who is red hot. Mm. I mean, you cannot underestimate Takanosho. He's going into this second week at four and four. He's still got work to do, but the fact that he could put the brakes on a Kiribayama run that is looking very, very good. Uh, hats off to you, Takanosho. You're going to be back there very, very soon, I reckon. Kiribayama, five and three. The next bout of the day was Komasubi Takiyasu up against Maegashira 5, Chiyoshoma, and I refuse to talk about this one. Yeah, we might just, maybe we'll just go straight on. It was a hanker from Chiyoshoma. I mean, I've I've described Chiyoshoma's bouts as dog acts before, but I want, uh, I, when you look in the dictionary under dog act, I want, I want to see a gif of this bout. This is pathetic sumo. Yeah. He was absolutely desperate for the win. He's on the road. And he just fully hankered and slapped Takiyasu down. If you think, if you go through every single rikishi, who do I absolutely not want to see yeah, exactly. hankered by Chiyoshoma? Exactly. Takiyasu is up there at the top. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? Exactly. I mean, I feel like between the two of us, we have some leniency with uh, moving sure. around at the touchy eye. Lateral movement at like the touchy eye. One of us is always prepared yeah. to give a little yeah, here. Exactly. But even, you know, I've been on about getting an easy win some days if you need it. This is not that. I'll call it a dog act as well. Okay. Double dog act. Not impressed. Takiyasu, three and five. Chiyoshoma, zero wins, seven losses, one dog act. Yes. The next bout of the day, Hoshoryu up against Ichinojo. Hoshoryu back after two days off for tonsillitis, up against Ichinojo. Hoshoryu, initially, he moved awkwardly out of the touchy eye, moving back into his left, and this left Ichinojo space to move in and establish a position on the Hoshoryu belt. They lock up here for a significant amount of time. Hoshoryu probed with his legs to see if he could destabilise Ichinojo, but he couldn't. They were both heaving on the belt, but it was Hoshori who initiated a throw and they both crashed down to the dirt together. The Gyoji points to Hoshori, but a monoe was called. Yeah, they were pretty quick up for the monoe. They really wanted to have a look for it. The replay showed that they really did fall together, even though Hoshori had the upper hand and was leading Ichinojo around. It was a short monoe. There wasn't a whole lot of discussion or uh, replays. Well, and looking at the replay, it was pretty clear that yeah. this one was too close to call. And that's what they gave it. They acknowledged the Gyoji's decision of Hoshori, but they said they would like to see it again. It's a Torinaoshi. And who wouldn't? 
When they go again, it was a fast touchy eye. They both were looking for the belt, but it was Hoshoryu who clamped on and he rotated Ichinojo around to the bales and then threw himself at the bigger opponent and he took Ichinojo over the bales. Yorikiri win. Hoshoryu was pumped up. <laughs> yeah, totally. The boy's back. Uh, he kind of did the same thing, but at twice the speed, which worked really well <laughs> against Ichinojo. Knocked it out of the park and boy, was he happy about it. After two days off, he's now two wins, four losses. So the old 2-4-2. Two, two. And <laughs> <laughs> he'll be still looking for that uh, kachikoshi. Can he get it? Yeah, well, I mean, on paper, he has six losses. So he can. He can. Just a little bit of math in my head. And if he doesn't get that, there's still a chance he can get the Sumo Mainichi Honorary Kachikoshi. Absolutely. Which I think he'd only need five wins to do. Yep. It's a low bar to clear. (laughs) Ichinojo, three and five. Sekiwake battle today. It's Mitakumi up against Meisei. And Mitakumi came out with the Mitakumi power of having lost the day before. His arms flailing, driving forward. Meisei jumped backwards, a huge jump out of the way of the whirlwind. And as he was readying the attack again and powering forward, it was Mitakumi now who backed off and Meisei plummeted to the ground. It was given a Hikiyotoshi win to Mitakumi. This was beautiful sumo from Mitakumi. And it's why he's so frustrating. It's because he can have those losses that where he looks ordinary. And then he comes out and does this. This was a beautifully timed an executed pull against a very good opponent. Uh, and it was the Sekiwake matchup, we should say too. Yeah, I did say it. Well, good. I said it before. Right. Let's say it again. <laughs> Let's say it again. I mean, Mesa, he's so active and Mitakumi took that and was more active today, I thought, mm. which is a surprise for him. And yeah, just outdid him. He's, now, I want to ask you yep, a question. Yep. Mitakumi, he's six and two. Yeah. Are we on the way to an Ozeki run? Oh, gosh. I mean, are we? Wow, that hadn't that even entered a, my head. That was a trick question. It's setting me up. <laughs> I was frantic. Well, no, I mean, like, don't, you don't need to go archives. back through the records. Are we starting one now? Oh, yeah. I mean, before the second loss, before um, I would say his loss to um, Ichinojo yeah. yesterday, I would have definitely said yes. And I think quite a few people would because, you know, in this basho where Terunofuji is so dominant, anyone who's racking up wins in a row, you, you're sort of on board with. Absolutely. So everyone's like, Mitakumi, oh, maybe he's not that bad. Loses to Ichinojo. <laughs> and then we're all back in our in our yeah. But the win today really turns it around. Yeah. It's good news for him to win that Sekiwake battle big time. Absolutely. Let's move on. We have Ozeki Shodai up against Kodnawaka. And this is the first time that these two rikishi met. Shodai, it was a very positive touchy eye for him. He moved forward, looked like he might overwhelm Kodnawaka here, but Kodnawaka had other plans. Kodnawaka, he was being moved backwards, but he had a solid left-hand grip on Shodai's belt. As his foot slid in to the Tawada, he pivoted and swung Shodai around to the bales. Watanage overarm throw. This was pretty cool. It was cool. It was a Ginboshi, <laughs> a uh, unofficial victory against Nozeki for Kodnawaka takes home a small stack of cash. Um, I feel like he maybe had watched the tapes and waited until Shodai had no chance to pull off any yeah. edge moves. Yeah, I think you might be right. 
Konowak is kind of under the radar sometimes with his moves. Like I didn't even realise that he had got that right-hand belt grip until a couple of replays. It just looked like he dispatched of Shota in a bit of a lucky manner. But then you realise that he'd gone straight for that belt grip. Yeah. And well, just uwatanagged him out of there. I hadn't seen that belt grip until the second replay where you pointed it out. Yeah. And, you know, Shota was coming in high, looking like he was in a really winning position. Uh I think this is a great sumo. And for Koto Nowaka at Maegashira 3, it's his third win. He needs it. Uh, yep. We want to see him up at these ranks. And at 3 and 5, he's uh, starting to fight his way back. Ozeki Shodai on 5 and 3. He got an interview. Koto Nowaka and I understood. Zero words of it because he talks very fast. Yeah. He needs to move his lips more. <laughs> yeah, doesn't move his lips. Daesho up against Takakesho next. And you've never seen a man as relieved as Takakesho when his first two pushes worked and he could then slap Daesho <laughs> straight down to the ground. That's his bread and butter. He now needs four more wins from seven days. Did you see it was a visible uh, wave of relief I did across Takakesho's <laughs> yeah. face? And against Daesho, I can completely understand why this is the kind of bout that Takakesho could lose. 4-4. Uh, Look. This Basho isn't really about who's going to win the Yusho. Yeah. But there are other stories going on, and I think this is one of those stories that I'm particularly interested in. Takakesho, he's 4-4 now at day eight. Can he get those four wins to yeah. hang on to that Ozeki status? Yeah, well, I think you and the rest of the Japanese public, because every single day his bout is the most watched bout, no matter what happens with him and no matter what happens with Terunofuji. It's super interesting, isn't it? So NHK published the the rankings of the top three most watched videos from the day before. Terunofuji is always coming second and sometimes third to Takakesho. This is in complete... Uh, What's the right word? It's completely opposite to the way his karaoke video is going. <laughs> totally. so, so in our pre-Basho episode, um, we looked at uh, Terunofuji's official NHK studio karaoke video. He was above uh, Onosho, Enho, Enho Tobizaru. Uh, he was sitting at around 140,000 views. And the next one behind, I think, was on also on like 80. Mm. And so we thought, well, there's a lot of interest in him, but when it comes to the sumo, Takakesho is the real story. Mm. Here. And there are nefar nefarious interpretations of that. But I think um, actually it's that people are really interested in mm. Takakesho and his form and they really want him up there. Of course, he's, you know, he's Japanese and they, they want to see him do well and they want to see him get out of this Kataban status. Absolutely. Ozeki Takakesho four and four, Daesho five and three. That brings us to the final bout of the day, Tamawashi up against Yokozuna Terunofuji. Wow. I'll, I'll, I should say some more about this. Tamawashi had a plan. <laughs> well, because I was just going to say wow as well. Yeah, we probably could have ended it there. Yep. <laughs> Tamawashi moved back into the left and threw Terunofuji around his body, drove a hand into Terunofuji's neck took him all the way to the bales. And it looked like it was over here. Tamawashi was pushing hard against Terunofuji's uh, throat, kept him high, but Terunofuji pushed back under the arms of Tamawashi, transitioned cleanly to a double-handed belt grip around the back and turned Tamawashi to the bales and lifted him over. 
I feel Tamawashi was very close here. Yeah, there were two real successes here. One was an almost success, and if we're grading the results of Teranofuji's opponents, I would give this a 4.5 at least, maybe even a 4.75. Can we do quarter stars? Yes, we Let's can. keep it you to half stars. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't draw, how do you draw 7.5 oh, right. of a star? We manage, <laughs> and I'm giving that out. But so he came forward. He, well, he didn't. He he didn't do exactly what I suggested, but he did go straight into Terunofuji's body. He just did it via the left side and then straight into that Norua. Such a good idea. But then the real success was for Terunofuji to recover from that. I wonder if once he got to... Once he got Terunofuji to the edge with the Norua, if he had have then regrouped, gone lower and pushed him at the chest, would that have worked? Uh, look, no, because I think if he'd changed his hand position, he mm. was toast anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the things we spoke about yesterday is maybe someone could surprise Terunofuji. We saw that today. Yeah, he did surprise him. He surprised him. But Terunofuji, I watched him as he walked out down the Hanamichi and there's a, there's a certain like clinical way that he's approaching this battle. He's transcended. I think he has. I And I, I really admire him for it. He's not suffering any nerves from being, being a New Yorker Zuna. Nothing's phasing him. He's just going about his business and it's just so impressive. When Shodai got promoted to Ozeki and he started having his first couple of bouts, all <laughs> yeah. I could think about and all I could speak about was how nervous it looked like he was. There's no nerves here. No, I even totally when he's agree. in trouble, yep. he just looks cool. And, you know, he might lose one, but I think he's going to walk down the Hanamichi the same way. He looks like he's always had a squad of five Tsukebito yeah. waiting for him to come out victorious, put a yukata over his back and he just like saunters down with the yeah. power of the wind. He just looks like he's been born for this. Absolutely. And look, really, there's no question now. I don't think he's going to be challenged. Uh, take us through the, the leaderboard anyway. Yep, I will. Well, he's out front on eight wins. That was his Kachikoshi. <laughs> oh, Kachikoshi. We didn't even Congratulations. say. Congratulations, Sterna Fuji. On seven wins, he's keeping up. It's Miyokiryu at Magashira 10. And then on six, we have Mitakuyumi, Onosho, Okunumi, Endo, and Chionakuni. So a couple dropping off there. The most notable one, probably a Shodai. What about tomorrow? Oh, yes. Yeah, Shodai and Kiribayama. And oh, Daesho. Oh, Daesho, of course. Yeah, so a few mm. did drop off today. Um, let's look at tomorrow. It's always a bit, there's a bit of a morose feeling as you head into Monday. Yeah. Because it, the sumo starts finishing. Oh, no. On the Monday, I know. Oh. Terunofuji. We need five weeks more of sumo. Yeah. <laughs> we said it during our, uh, our live commentary, but we've just been told we'll be in lockdown for another five weeks. So if someone could extend Akibasho out for five weeks, that would be tip top. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, five weeks, wow. At the top of the table, Terunofuji takes on Daesho. Daesho has beaten Terunofuji twice in their seven meetings. So it's not impossible, it's just very, very unlikely. Shorai is up against the Rikishi who cannot be named. Uh, they've met five times before. Shorai has beaten the cheat five times. <laughs> And I hope he does it again tomorrow. Takiyasu, this is an interesting bout against Takakesho tomorrow. 7-7 is their record. The ex-Ozeki against the current Ozeki. I think that'll be a great 
about and a chance for Takayasu to do some sumo. Mitakumi takes on Kiribayama. Tamawashi takes on Meisei. Takanosho takes on Ichinojo. They've only met three times, which is a bit surprising. Uh, let's have a look down. What about Miyogiryu? Oh, yeah, Ura. Yeah. Oh, Ura takes on Chiyotaryu. Miyogiryu mm-hmm. takes on Onosho oh, tomorrow. Wow. It's a 3-8 record on Onosho's way. Very interesting match of styles. They're both very fast, both very reliant on a good touchy eye, so I think that will be fireworks tomorrow. Chinakuni, again, a slap in the face. He's up first oh, in a again. terrible piece of programming. Boo. Boo. He's up against Tokushoryu, who uh, has he has a good record against. He's 9-2 and two against the big Nara native. Well, good luck, everyone, tomorrow. Hope you all win, except he sh- who shall not be named. <laughs> you can lose again. We'll see you tomorrow on the Monday for the beginning of the end. <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye.